0: This is the Detroit City Cast with Dan Leach, presented by Bet Rivers.
1: And welcome in, five citizens. Matic Monday edition of the Detroit City Cast. I'm here in Las Vegas. What a day it was yesterday. Let me just start with this. Because, you know, I love doing these shows. I've loved doing shows my entire career. And sometimes shows are, you know, more about being, you know, having fun and being fun and frivolous. Sometimes they're more serious when I talk about my sobriety and people that are struggling with mental illness all that kind of stuff but I've also always loved picking winners winning myself and helping you win and I just want to take a step back with humility because I'm not always right I mean I'm right 80% of the time all the time but I'm pretty darn good and if you've been listening to my show over the last few weeks here in the playoffs, you are 11-2 against the spread, and you won a ton of money last weekend, and you won a ton of money this weekend based on whatever your bet is, $5, $10, $5,000. And I'm just I'm proud of that because I, you know, a lot goes into what I think my selections we talk about on this show, and I'm just happy to be able to do that. Obviously, this for myself because I'm always basically betting my own plays. But on top of that, to see Joe Burrow go to the Super Bowl in his young career after just a few years, to see Matthew Stafford, we're going to get into that, In this show, just a little bit here, no secret. Of course, there's a lot of connections with Matthew Stafford, myself, and the city of Detroit. What a day of football. And to be here in Vegas, I mean, the best place to be to watch a game is at the game. It's obvious. But after that, the best place is in Las Vegas. And that'll be the way for the Super Bowl as well, because, you know, Vegas is always insane for the Super Bowl to begin with. But the fact that it's going to be so expensive for so many Rams fans to get into the Super Bowl you know, I think the get-in price right now is like four grand. It might even go up uh, from there. I mean, you would think maybe down towards the game when it's a few days away, maybe the get-in price will be two grand, three grand, whatever. But it's L.A., you know, and they're fair on their fans, but they're going to come out and pack that stadium. Unlike um, uh, for the title game with the Niners, fans out, you know, numbered them, and there was a silent count for Matthew Stafford Again, for the second time in like a month. But they're going to come to Vegas, four-hour drive, straight across the desert, easy. It's going to be nuts here, and I'll be back for that. Uh, weekend. I'll be here for about five or six days over the Super Bowl, and we'll do some live shows from here. It'll be a lot of fun, but being here at, you know, the Wynn Sportsbook and being at the Mirage and all the different places, it has been incredible. Watch the games from the Wynn Sportsbook. Bet a bunch of horses. Had a rough day betting horses yesterday. Uh, much better day today, but of course, a huge uh, parlay cash that I gave you all week long on the show. Chiefs, or excuse me, Bengals plus Rams Moneyline, and then I hedged after the Bengals covered and obviously won and took the you know a, a moderate size play uh, about a, a, a little bit of less than a third of what my initial win would have been on the parlay. It took the Niners plus three and a half, so I got all sides of that. It's always a great day when even your hedge wins. I wasn't going to take the Niners money line. I just figured it was going to be a close game and I could win both sides. So I took the three and a half. And hopefully you did as well. But the Super Bowl line is out at Bent Rivers. There are a ton of things to be able to bet at. At Bet Rivers right now, I mean, they already have like fifty plus bets on the game itself. they will probably have about four or five hundred uh, when all is said and done. But I, I'm really excited about this because there is so much that we're going to be able to break down. Whether it's props, whether it's the game itself, whether it's you know the the fun props like national anthem and Gatorade and you know halftime show stuff with Snoop Dogg and having that. It's going to be a lot of fun over the next couple weeks, and I'll have it for you on all angles. I just hope you've been listening to me because, like I said, I'm not always right. I can't win always, but I'm 11 and 2 in the playoffs. What more? I mean, yeah, could I be 13 and 0? Sure. I don't think anybody in the world has ever been 13 and 0 in the playoffs with 13 bets ever. I think 11 and 2 is pretty darn good. So I'm proud of that. And I'm happy to give it to you all just for the cost of listening to this show. That's all you got to do. All right. But the line is out right now at Bet Rivers. It opened four. There were some three and a halfs around the different sports books. But so Bet Rivers right now, minus four, minus 112 for the Los Angeles Rams. It's funny. I was looking at some in game stuff. Without well, in-game, I was looking at, uh, you know, Super Bowl, pro, you know, futures bets live uh, as, as things were happening during the games today. Rams were down by three, and they were plus two and a half to one. And obviously now, uh, you look at the money line, they're minus 182, so that's almost, you know, plus 200 more in value if you would have taken them, actually more than that, uh, in the middle of that game when they were down. Because I, I obviously thought the Rams were going to win. Uh, but that was interesting when they had the three teams that were left, of course, the Bengals, the Niners, and the, the Rams. But that's where we're at at Bett Rivers. Rams minus four, minus 112. Bengals plus four, minus 109. Uh, The Sharps are on both sides. You know, all the people that I'm talking about right now, I'm talking with right now. I'm obviously here in Vegas, so I've I got friends here anyway, but I've been talking to people that work the windows, and set odds, all the different people. Sharps are kind of on both sides. Sharps really will bang a big game like this, the title games, of the Super Bowl, right away. They're not going to necessarily wait unless it's like one of those huge spreads, and they're going to see some value of that going up or coming down. Uh, but the public, I think, is really kind of leading Bengals right now early, uh, but that could end up being a square move. I think the Rams, I mean, I'm going to give you my early leads here in just a second, but it's very important, and we're going to discuss this as well going forward. We've talked about it on the show a lot. You cannot just bet the Super Bowl big because it's the Super Bowl. It's got to have value. And I, to me, this game is going to have value, but we're going to discuss that over the next couple weeks leading into the game. Right now, the money line for the Rams, by the way, minus 182 at, at Bent Rivers, plus 160, and a total 49.5, uh, both over under, minus 110. So my early lead right now is the Rams are going to win. I think this is Stafford's year. I've said this going back to the preseason, that it's a realistic chance. More than, it's more than people even think it is, that Stafford could go to the Super Bowl in his first year outside of Detroit after basically 13 years in Motown. And then when the playoffs started, I said, with the NFC, yeah, the Packers were the best team by record, but it was wide open. There were no great teams. Everyone thought Dallas was going to have a chance to make a run. And, you know, people were saying, all right, you, you know, look at, look at what, uh, you know, San Francisco was able to do in recent weeks. They were kind of a, a sexy underdog pick. There was no dominant team in the NFC like there has been in the AFC with the Chiefs, uh, you know, in, in years with the Steelers and Ravens and teams like that. So it was wide open. And, the, you know, the Rams are a four seed. And, and I said this last week on the show, the Rams are a four seed that has played the last two playoff games, or they'll play two playoff games in a row, the an NFC title game, and the Super Bowl at home. That's crazy. And how about that? Back to back years, we have home teams playing in the Super Bowl. For the first time ever. It had never happened before. Before last year with Tampa, or top of Brady. And now it's back-to-back years. That's, that's why sports are amazing. Uh, so my early leaders at Stafford is going to get the job done. I've said this for a long time. He had a great chance uh, of getting his team to the Super Bowl. And it, he was not the issue in Detroit. And like I mentioned, we're going to kind of delve into that in a little bit. But I like the Rams to win this game. I don't love the four. I'm going to see if it goes down to three, three and a half. If it goes up, obviously, it's going to be a, a pure money line play for me. I'm not going to. Tease the total. I might have the total tease with you know just a smaller half unit you know type play, maybe even less than that. Because I'll get to the lean on, on the total here in a second. Uh, but the Rams minus one eighty two, and that money line could come down. That's going to probably be my play. I'm going to have a pretty sizable wager on the Rams money line, and and I'll kind of divulge and give you go through the process with you over the next you know couple of weeks leading to the game of whether I'm, I'm going to make the bet right away, whether I've made the bet, whether I'm going to wait. But the, the lead right now, I'm not going to do anything right now after the big win uh, today. Cashing both, you know, all my tickets. I, I think that the Rams are going to be the play for me. And when I make that official selection, of course, I'll let you know. And we're going to talk about it on the show as we always do. Um, I mean, I love Joe Burrow. I love the Bengals. Either way, this is such a great story. I just think that that staff, after that comeback today, and, and really outplaying the Niners the whole most of the game. It's just you know, mistakes here, the interception early in the game at the goal line. It, it was like the Rams weren't moving the ball. It's just the Niners had some big moments in spots where things got better. Um, so, yeah, it's, that, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what's going on with that. Uh, you know, either, whoever wins this game is such a great story, and I can't wait to see, uh, you know, how this develops in the lead-up to this game. It's two teams that, you know, have not won a Super Bowl in fact, it was another 1-1. And, you know, the, the Rams are a team that, you know, has moved all over the place, you know. And it's one of these things where, Either way, it's, it's going to be a great game. And I think whoever wins this, it will be such an incredible story. And whoever doesn't win it, we'll have a great chance of being back over the next couple of years. Uh, the total, as I mentioned, 49.5, over, under, minus 110. My lead is on the over right now. As, as you know, I'm not a big total guy, but I, I like overs, but I can pick my spots. Very rarely when I take unders. And, yeah, I'm with, I'm with the over right now. So there could, I, I probably will tease the Rams to plus two or plus two and a half. And the total to over. 43 now but that's not going to be a major big play for me the main play is the rams are going to win this game now by the way as i mentioned if that rivers they already have 50 plus bets up you know you got game combos MVP odds of course the favorite uh, right now to win the in the super bowl uh is joe burrow i'm looking actually at uh for some reason i think that let's just double check this here uh it looks like there is just the Bengals, oh no, here we go. They just have a different. I'm sorry, they you know, the lines are coming out as we go here, so you gotta just you know, always check to see where the different things are. They do it by teams, they do the Bengals first and the, the Rams here uh, at that river. So Joe Burrow is the favorite at plus 220 uh, for the Bengals. Matt Sapp is the overall favorite. At plus 135, Cooper Cup 6 to 1, Acres 15 to 1, Aaron Donald 16 to 1, Bob Miller 20 to 1, OBJ 25 to 1. Then when it goes for the Bengals, you've got Jamar Chase 14 to 1, Mixon 25 to 1, Higgins 33 to 1, Zuma 50 to 1, Tyler Borden 66 to 1. We'll have some. Plays on the MVP, some value plays for you for sure. Also, some game props. Very few right now. There's going to be, as I mentioned, hundreds of them right now. It's kind of first to 15 points and you know first to 20 points, that kind of stuff right now at Bet Rivers. There's also touchdown score props that are out for guys like Cooper Cup and Akers and Chase and others. Those are there right now uh, um, at Bet Rivers. Uh, there's some halftime props up. There's quarter props, second half props, and coin toss. The coin toss is out there for you. I'm a big heads guy. Uh, heads minus 103, tails minus 103. So reduced juice there. Some sportsbooks have minus 105 and minus 110. So you get minus 103 either on heads or tails. All right, that is our trip to the Motown betting window, but really the Super Bowl betting window, if you will. We're going to be breaking down all the different odds and props and all the fun stuff of that over the next several or several weeks, next couple of weeks. Sorry, I got a lot. I got a lot of Red Bulls. I got about 20 Red Bulls in the last 24 hours. Did sleep uh, really more than a few hours. Since I got here on Saturday morning, left Detroit at like uh, about 8 a.m. Came right to the sports book. Went to see Diplo last night. Was out till 6 a.m. Slept for a few hours and then watched all the games today. So lots of Red Bulls for me. I gotta uh, get some sleep tonight. That's for sure. After maybe a little poker action, maybe some Australian BGs tomorrow night. Uh, All right, we're gonna talk about Matthew Stafford and just what this means for the Detroit Lions and. Why I think, as I've said for a while, Lions fans should be ha- any true Lions should be happy for Matthew Stafford. All that coming right up on the Monday Money Edition of the Detroit City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers
0: must be 21. Playable in Michigan only. Gambling problem? Call
1: 1-800-270-7117. So it's no secret, and you know, good buddies of mine in the media business like Jeff Rieger and some others, and the big Stafford haters, I know many of the fans out there that are big Lions fans, have been Stafford haters, Patford crowd, all that stuff. This is the bottom line. Matt Stafford's a really damn good quarterback, and he always has been. And I, I, for, for a long time, I've called him EOE, Edge of Elite. He's not Rogers. He's not Brady. He's not Big Ben. He's not Russell Wilson. He's not a couple other guys. He doesn't have to be. There are certain throws that Matthew Stafford makes that very few quarterbacks in the NFL can do, if any at times. Andrew Luck was one of them. You know, obviously a guy, a guy like Joe Burrows, one of them, Drew Brees, but there are very few that can make certain throws that Stafford can make. And it's a guy who played for a franchise, unfortunately, that just doesn't know how to put a team together. In the first year in Los Angeles, We talked about this going back to the preseason. I thought there was a real decent chance. You know, it's very tough to win in the NFL, but Stafford and the Rams in his first year there could go and possibly win a Super Bowl. And how crazy some of you thought I was. Listen, you put the right kind of pieces around Matthew Stafford. He can get you there. Now, Stafford had a pick today. He's had some picks throughout the season. But he's been really good. This has been one of his better years. And you can't just get to the Super Bowl by accident. Yeah, you have a historic defense like the Ravens did in the early 2000s or the 86 Bears or something like that, you know, and you have a guy like Trent Dilper, a real game manager. Sure, it could happen here and there. Maybe once every, you know, 12 to 15 years. But otherwise, look at the quarterbacks in the middle of Super Bowls. Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre, Todd Brady, Big Ben. I mean, the best of the best. Peyton Manning, Drew Brees. You can't just get there by happenstance and just have a decent quarterback that gets lucky. Matthew Stafford is a huge reason, maybe the biggest reason. When you look at all the different angles from the year, I would see Aaron Donald and, you know, all the great, Bob Miller, the great defense, the Rams, of that, and Cam Akers and Cup and Sean McVay and the staff, Van Jefferson, all those guys, of course, they're part of it. But quarterback's the quarterback's most important position in sports. And Stafford has been excellent for them for the majority of the season, signed for some weeks here and there where kind of was ebbing and flowing. Matt Stafford has been great and he deserves this. It did happen here in Detroit, it's been so nice being stopped. I was wearing my Lions shirt uh around on, on Sunday watching the games at the Win Sportsbook, and I had people from Detroit come up to me, people that you know, you know, were just Stafford fans and saying, Yeah, I wish you could have done it for you guys, but I, I mean. are you happy for him? And people are also saying, I'm so happy for the guy. I love him. And I know it was tough being a line fan. What is it like for you? And there's so many great conversations because people recognize, and that's, that's been the interesting part about this. I mean, I've met people from Chicago people from Mexico, people from Seattle, people from North Dakota and Montana, and they all know how great of a quarterback Stafford is. I mean, not everyone knows the same level of football as everyone else, but most of the people that I've talked to, they come up to me and I I just like chatting up people. You know what I, for a living, in a way, and obviously, I just have always been that way as a person. They said how great of a quarterback that that is, and that you know, why could it never happen in Detroit? And something obviously knew why it did happen in Detroit. The ones who knew a little more about football, maybe, and it was great conversations because it was just being talked about the way it should have been by a lot of Detroit fans that he was not the problem, he was the least of the line's problems. Yeah, there were times where he was an issue here and there, maybe eight percent of the time. You got benched against Arizona. He got some picks and big situations, you know, towards the end of his career. But the Lions weren't a good enough team like they were in 2012 or, you know, the year they, they had a reasonable defense to beat the Saints find the Super Bowl. Uh, they had a historic offense with Calvin Johnson and the way Stafford was playing. You know, Lions had no running game for much of Stafford's career. But it's no secret that he is a really good quarterback and that people outside of Detroit realize that. That's why it's so crazy to me that there are so many of you I mean, not the majority, but there are so many, way more than there should be, that think that Stafford isn't any good. that You know, I mentioned the Stat Padford crowd. I think that's silly. And any real Lions fan, and I'm not trying to judge you because I don't like judging fandom, but I think any real Lions fan, much like any real Tigers fan would have been happy for Justin Verlander, it's not like J.B. was here for three years and then he left like a Juan Gonzalez type thing. If Juan Gonzalez won won a World Series somewhere, you were a big Juan Gonzalez fan in the Tigers in the 90s and early 2000s. He was there for almost, you know, basically 13 years. Why would you not be happy for that guy? He gave his blood, sweat, and tears every single moment he was in Detroit. Played with broken bones in his back. Was coming to the training facility in the dead of winter when the Lions were eliminated, you know, out of the playoffs in, in January or February. You know, instead of you know, going to the party and going to Mexico and Hawaii or Tahiti or wherever. He's working with receivers or, you know, watching film. He gave his heart out. Yet some of you think that, you know, he just sucks. Well, he doesn't suck. And now you can say Matthew Stafford is not just a winner of three playoff games, but a Super Bowl appearing quarterback. And it sounds crazy that after not winning a single playoff game in Detroit, he's he's able to get to the Super Bowl in his first year with Los Angeles, but it sounds right because he is good enough to have done it for much of his career, and now he has, and, and I, I want to tell you this, when they showed Kelly Stafford, who I actually know personally, person, I used to wait tables at a restaurant, as I've talked about on the show, called Jay Alexander's, and used to wait on that, that Stafford and Kelly years ago when they first got to Detroit, and they've been through a lot, and she also has caused her own issues at times in Detroit, you know, bitching and moaning about stuff, but Kelly's a good person, I don't know her that well, But always has been very friendly to me and obviously cared about, uh, you know, doing charity work and her kids and the things that she went through uh, on a personal level that were some, you know, pitfalls in her life and tough times. And Stafford has really obviously grown up. Maybe he was a little immature when he first got to Detroit, given a lot of money at an early age, but he's done so much work with with kids and charity and the community. They're a great family. And she, the look on her face, I mean, she was crying. She was so happy. That was awesome. And a lot of people in Detroit are Kelly Stafford fans, whatever. I like to try to see the good in things. And I know it's frustrating for a lot of you that will never, you know, want Stafford to win because you're a Lions fan. And it sucks that they didn't do it here. I get that. I'm a, you know, if you know me, you listen to me, maybe you're listening for the first time. So I'll explain it if you are. I've been a Lions fan since I was in the womb, basically. My dad and grandpa, you know, used to take me to games starting when I was three, four years old. My grandpa had season tickets going back to the 30s. I think it was Briggs Stadium back then or Nathan, whatever it was. So I love the Lions. They're my favorite team. They're one of the biggest reasons I, I have a, such a passion and love for sports. So it sucks that it didn't happen here with Stafford. But this is the blueprint. We talked about this going back a few weeks. The Bengals are the blueprint for the Lions. Now, can they get a Joe Burrow? I sure hope so. Joe Burrow's going to be maybe a Hall of Famer someday. And if they get that quarterback and they got a guy now, Brad Holmes, that can build this team going forward and build it the right way through the draft and free agency here and there, but really building it with the great evaluation of college players, I'm telling you, this could be the Lions. The Bengals won five games last year. They were 200 to one before the season to win the Super Bowl. You imagine you put 50 bucks on that; it's 10 grand on a fun 50 dollars bet, which a lot of Lions fans do anyway. When the Lions have really had very little chance, the Bengals, you knew, were going to be a better team this year maybe alive for a playoff berth. I didn't think the Super Bowl, but they were 200 to one. There was also some big bets I saw that were put on the Bengals to win the um, AFC. You know, like before the season or like early in the season, it's people cash a lot of money. Uh, That's the fun of betting futures bets for me. I mean, I I enjoy doing that, but you you know, your money's tied up for the whole season. I like betting day to day as well, but you know, futures bets can be fun. I just like doing it more for golf because it's four days or a tennis tournament like the Australian Open Then we gave you the offseason and play of the day every day uh, during the fortnight um, where it's you know, two weeks. And I'm telling you, man, the Bengals, that's the blueprint for you. That is the blueprint for the Lions. You know, they found a way to get away from all those bad years. You know, Marvin Lewis brought into the playoffs. I think it was seven times. And they lost every time in the first round. They hosted a couple of those games. And the Bengals had won a playoff game longer ago than the Lions. Their last playoff win was a Boomer Esiason in 1990. Lions at least won a playoff game in 91. It was January 92 in the 91 season. So if they can go from 5-11 and 11 to Super Bowl, I'm not saying it's happen with the Lions next year, but if they get that quarterback in the next couple of years, you know, 3-13-1. Maybe gets to seven, eight wins next year. Maybe get to ten, eleven the next year. It could happen. So the era of parity in the NFL. You got to get that quarterback though. Uh, but could be a year for Matthew Stafford and the Rams and and Joe Burrow and the Bengals. What a freaking team! What a what a run that team has been on, and to do it the way they have and beat the teams they have, and especially today, you know, or excuse me, yesterday, to beat the Chiefs, who everyone thought was not just going to beat them, but win the Super Bowl. Well, I I said that the Bengals definitely could win the game, but I like the seven points uh, a lot better. But to see what they've been able to do over the last, I would say, eight weeks of the season, they beat Kansas City in week 17 and, you know, went on that, that run towards the end of the year where they go into the playoffs and they just find a way to outplay really, really good opponents. I mean, that game against the Raiders was awesome. You know, then they beat the Titans on the road, the one seed, and the defense really shuts them down. Then they beat, you know, Kansas City 27-24. to 24. And Burrow wasn't, like, otherworldly like he was in the Week 17 win, but he still was damn good. He was 23 of 38. He had 250 yards passing and two touchdowns, big touchdowns when he threw them. Didn't have that pick. Mahomes, you know, outplayed him a little bit, 26 of 39 for 275 and three, uh, three touches and, an inter- and two interceptions. And, you know, Mixon, he had big, big carries and ties, not a ton of yards, at 88 yards. Had 21 carries with big first down runs, a big run, getting the team closer to field goals for McPherson uh, or, to, you know, getting in the end zone. And, and, and Higgins had six receptions for 103 yards. Chase was held under 100 yards. But how about Evan McPherson? He's yet to miss a field goal in his career in the playoffs. He's hit so many big ones and hit a couple more, or a few more big ones. Well, a few big ones in the game, and then maybe one of the biggest field goals in Bagels history. He is never going to have to pay for Skyline Chili ever again. And I mean, I'm just so excited for this game. I'm so excited for what I think is going to be an incredibly fun, back and forth, exciting Super Bowl with two quarterbacks, one obviously much older, one, you know, really making his mark in the league right now, but both capable and deserving of winning a Super Bowl by leading their team. You've got Zach Taylor, who in sometimes in some ways, maybe you can compare to Dan Campbell early on, where someone Dan Campbell fired, a lot of people wanted Zach T- Taylor fired. Got a lot of friends that cover the Bengals or fans of theirs. They wanted him out after a couple of years. He obviously turned it around. I mean, that's another blueprint thing that I mentioned for the Lions. And then, of course, Sean McVay, the, the boy genius. Back to a Super Bowl for the second time in a few years. Last time with Jared Goff. This time he's got a, a much better quarterback in Matthew Stafford. It is going to be a ton of fun. And we got it covered for you, top to bottom here. On the Detroit CityCast, once again, that line for you at Bet Rivers. Uh, as of now, we'll continue to update it throughout the next couple of weeks. Rams minus 4, minus 112. Bengals plus 4, minus 109. Rams minus 182 on the money line. Bengals plus 160. Total 49.5. Uh, over under both minus 110. There's a bunch of props that are starting to percolate on, on Bet Rivers as well. So check those out. And, you know, my early lead is I, I think the Rams are going to win this game. I think it's bad Stafford's year. A year of destiny, if you will, and I have a lead on the over, so I think I'm going to tease the Rams to plus two, plus two and a half, and the over 43 and a half for like a one unit play, but I'm going to have a huge play on the Rams money line, so that's where I'm at right now, we'll continue to talk about this much more over the next couple weeks. Before I get out of here, though, uh, I wanted to let everyone know that that Rafa nadal Daniel Olmeda match last night was one of the craziest things I've ever seen. I had a chance to get Rafa like plus 1,500 or something when he was down two sets a lot. And I decided not to do it. And of course, as I was about to go to bat at like 6 a.m. here in Vegas or five whatever time it was, 5 a.m. here, 8 a.m. in the East Coast, Rafa Nadal, I mean, just unbelievable. With You know, the 21st major all-time record. That was what a great fortnight. And what a great win for Ashley Vardy, the first Australian women to win the, title since the 70s so a lot of fun uh was covering the australian open free gave you a bunch of winners uh my my man titsipas almost got to the final could get it done against Medvedev, uh, but he will definitely have a chance to win majors for the next several years and i just love tennis can't wait for the french and wimbledon and of course the u.s open well that's going to do it for us here from las vegas on this manic money edition of the detroit city cast if you get a chance i will be on with my girl stormy on My Guys in the Desert at 545 Eastern. If you listen to the show before that, on Monday on v so please check that out at v and uh, streaming and the audio as well. And I'll keep uh, giving you the sights and sounds from the land of Vegas uh, tonight. I think I'm going to do a little sushi, a little poker, uh, walk the strip, see the volcano show at the Mirage, maybe the Fountain of Bellagio. I just want to take it all. I got some friends that I haven't seen in a while that live here in Vegas, so you're to know, check that out as well. But most importantly, Hope you had yourselves a great weekend. Cash some money. Some the plays I gave you. Uh, that's how you always have to take them, but I was pretty strong when I told you I liked that parlay with the Bengals plus seven and the Rams minus uh, on the money line. Uh, but either way, what a great weekend of football, and we got a big game coming up in a couple of weeks from SoFi Stadium and the Super Bowl. All right, until next time, keep reaching for the stars. Believe the dream, Dan Leach, the Squatch, live from Vegas on a Strip,
0: right now, out. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia.
1: He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny.